Hi everyone, this is Wesley Town. Thanks for joining me today. Welcome to Better Days Season 2. Life is not perfect. We all know that. We all feel that. We all live in that reality. Yet in our culture, there seems to be a strong pressure toward perfectionism. We all feel that pressure every single day. We feel that pressure on Instagram with the ability to curate our feed and filter our lives. We feel the pressure in our marriages, coming into marriage with all sorts of ideals and thoughts that the person we are marrying will satisfy all of our deepest longings. We feel the pressure in families, how we portray our lives and the fear of opening the door to our imperfections. We feel the pressure in church, always responding to people that say, how are you doing with, I'm doing great, I'm doing good, or I'm blessed. We feel this pressure in our culture, but we know in every area of our lives that we are imperfect. We don't have perfect lives. We don't have perfect marriages. We don't have perfect families. We are not always good or blessed. For some reason, we have believed in this false reality of perfectionism. We've imagined that the world around us expects perfection and rejects our weaknesses, flaws, imperfections, and struggles. It's kind of like when you first get married. You're brand new to this type of relationship. You struggle through the aspects of marriage that are new and challenging. Like trying to learn conflict. That's definitely a learning curve. Trying to learn communication with another human being that you're around all the time. Learning that the person thinks different than you, feels different than you, is an introvert and you're an extrovert. You see that the person that you married picked up different routines or values from their family that your family did not share. And for some reason, those things bother you or annoy you. And all in this process of this marriage relationship, you're becoming self-aware, not seeing our own flaws that contribute to breakdowns in communication or crazy cycles of misunderstanding. I remember this when I first got married. I remember feeling like, wow, this, this is awesome, but it's also a major challenge. And we're totally imperfect. Me, more imperfect and less self-aware than Kara was. She was definitely a little, uh, actually, pardon me, a lot ahead of my curve. And being in the environment we were in, I felt like, you know what? Like, we've got to portray that we have it all together and, you know, we're, we don't have any struggles or disagreements or communication breakdowns or fights or what have you. But that wasn't reality. And that's not anybody's reality. We are human. We have good days and bad days. We have successes and failures. We get happy and sad. We have character strengths and areas that we need to grow in. And I think that's part of the reason I'm so passionate about talking uh, on this subject of being human and following Jesus. Because I think sometimes we paint these pictures and we believe in these realities that are impossible to live up to. And we don't understand 
that we're never going to be perfect living on this earth, that we're never going to be in a state of not needing to grow living on this earth. So I want to offer a few thoughts about perfectionism. And I think these could be freeing to me, to so many of us, liberating, life-changing. The first one is this, perfection is not real. Again, we live in an imperfect world. We live in a world that is permeated with brokenness and imperfection. We live in a world that has sickness, disease, sadness, anxiety, depression, stress, loss, struggles, poverty. We live in a world that has imperfect marriages, imperfect families, imperfect human beings, which I'm one of those. And so are you. So perfection is not real. We live in the midst of brokenness. And we understand that. And yet sometimes, well, a lot of times in American culture, we portray the opposite of that reality. Perfection is also exhausting. Striving to be perfect is an exhausting path. It promises so much, but it rewards us with weariness and frustration. It's not possible to be perfect. I'm not perfect. You're not perfect. And you know what? That's okay. I love the words of Jesus. In Matthew chapter 11, he said this, Come to me, all you who are weary and burdened, and I will give you rest. Take my yoke upon you and learn from me, for I am gentle and humble in heart, and you will find rest for your souls. For my yoke is easy and my burden is light. He said those words in the midst of a religious culture that had added so many burdens where people were striving for perfection or this ideal of religious perfection. But reality was in people's hearts, they were exhausted and weary and burdened. And here's the thing. Some of us are exhausted and weary and burdened because we believed the lie of perfectionism. And God would tell us today, you can stop striving. You can find rest in me. We don't have to continue to pursue perfection. We can find rest in the reality that we are imperfect and have brokenness in our lives. So perfection is not real. It's exhausting. And third, perfection is not relatable. Perfection is something we all try to be and portray at times, but we all know deep in our soul that we will never be perfect, right? We look at other people's lives and hope that we can be as put together as they are, yet they too are imperfect. And we learn a lesson along the road of life. When we begin to show our scars, our suffering, our struggles, our pain, our weaknesses, something beautiful and amazing happens. People take interest. People are inspired. People's hearts, stories, lives open up. You might say, why? It's because people can relate to imperfection. People can relate to scars, suffering, struggles, pain, weaknesses. Because the people that are listening to your story of struggle, suffering, pain, weaknesses, they too have scars, suffering, struggles, pain, and weaknesses. So perfection is not relatable, but imperfection, humanness, is relatable. Perfection is also overrated. It's impossible on this earth. 
It's fictitious. It's overrated. You know, I'm a big basketball fan. Played basketball through college. Still love basketball today. I've just had way too many injuries to keep playing. Last time I played competitively in a league, I had a serious injury and uh, broke a bone, had surgery. So at that point, I said, you know what? It's time to hang it up. I'll still shoot, maybe play like really chill game here and there, but I don't play often. However, Michael Jordan was the best basketball player of all time. Not my favorite, my second favorite player. My number one player, Kobe Bryant. I know some of you are going to hate on me. That's okay, but I got to be faithful to my favorite player. But Michael Jordan is the best player of all time, second favorite player. He failed a lot. And he gave this famous quote that some of you, you have heard about his failures. He said this, I've missed more than 9,000 shots in my career. I've lost almost 300 games. 26 times I've been trusted to take the game-winning shot and missed. I failed over and over and over again in my life. And that is why I succeed. Man, that is an amazing quote. Because it relates back to the point I'm making. Our imperfections, failures, sufferings, weaknesses, brokenness, humanity can actually be the fuel for growth and opportunity to positively impact other people's lives. So perfection is totally overrated. I want to encourage you with a few other thoughts. God does not expect us to be perfect. There was only one perfect human being ever in human history, and that was Jesus. And when God looks at me and looks at you with our brokenness, our weaknesses, our pain, our suffering, our imperfections, our failures, our flaws, God loves us in the midst of all of that. If you're ruminating, thinking over and over again about your failures, your flaws, your imperfections, even today, or maybe that's been your train of thinking, cycle of thinking recently, I want you to know that God loves you with every single flaw, every single failure, and every single imperfection. That's the reason Jesus died for you. Jesus died on the cross, rose again, gave his life so that we could be forgiven, so that we, our lives and stories could be redeemed and changed by God. And he loved you and he loved me at my worst. He loved me in all those points of regret and failure that we think in our minds. So that is a freeing truth. And that is a truth that really helps us uh, to see a perspective of life on earth in our humanity and the fact that God loves us in the midst of that. So I guess I want to encourage you today, be free from the lie of perfectionism. Be free from the burden of perfectionism. You no longer need to try to be perfect anymore in your life and in your story. In fact, the challenges, the burdens, the flaws, the suffering, the weaknesses, the struggles often become an impetus to change, to deepen, and to impact the world like never before. And the world can't relate to perfection. So be free. Much love to all of you. 
That's a wrap for today. Thanks again for joining me. This is a new podcast, and I would love for your help to spread the word to bring hope for better days to as many people as possible. You can send a link to your family and friends, post something on your social media, and write a review on iTunes. Thanks for your support. I can't wait to join with you next Tuesday for another episode of Better Days.